0.6% up on the headline consumer price index number. And that's because gas prices rose in the month of August, something like 5.6%, which influenced about 10% of the CPI. Get ready for a new episode of KP Talks Dollars and Cents. Learn financial literacy and get real-time updates on all things housing, finance, and real estate. So let's get started. Here's your host, Kevin Perenio. Hey, it's KP coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. Let's go. The last time I did a video on Nashville, I almost get hit by a car, so I figured I'd start my video in front of oncoming traffic, just as a little homage to my, my last uh, video here. So I'm here for the Mortgage Collaborative TMC. They have their um, uh, one of their conferences out here. Great event, lots of stuff going on. I sacrificed on Sunday morning. I missed my son, Luca, who's six, who apparently stopped, got stuck in goalie. Apparently stopped the PK, he caught it above his head. Now he wants to be a goalie. So I missed that, I missed that moment. So it's not all fun and games here, okay? Just everyone sees my videos and you wanna hate on it. We travel, we, we sacrifice for our families, but we are learning shit and I'm gonna tell you a little bit about it. So the Mortgage Collaborative is a group of independent mortgage bankers that get together and um, there's a lot of collaboration. We talk about what's working, what's not working, how can you cut costs, what are your challenges, what are some vendors that are working? And I gotta tell you, TMC is a great vibe, good environment, a lot of IMBs, sharing ideas, we're all here to try and grow and thrive and survive. So that's that's the uh, the mantra that we see going on. And of course, it's not in a bad spot, right? So we're here in Nashville. For those of you that have been to Broadway, it's it's a cool spot. So I'll give you. So there you go. Good vibe. Not bad for a Monday night. Uh, okay. So when I originally got on LinkedIn, one of the things that I wanted to do was kind of scratch this itch that I had of being a news reporter when I was a kid. And so not everybody travels as much as I do. In fact, the only person I know that travels more is Rob Crispin. Maybe Barry Habib, uh, but definitely Rob Crispin. That guy's an animal, and he's here, by the way. I love that guy. And you can't ever give that guy any credit. In fact, the more I talk about him, the more he's going to like turn off my video if he even watches it. But uh, the guy's a beast. A lot of good people here. We saw some great emerging tech. You may not know this, but the Mortgage Collaborative has an emerging tech fund. So what they do is they um, they invest in technology. So there are limited partners that are other independent mortgage bankers that invest in emerging technology that can help them run their lender. And so there's a showcase for this. Uh, and you guys know that, you know, uh, I have what's called the KP Tech Stack. I'm gonna start publishing it this year. I haven't done it yet. I gotta think of a way to do it without making people feel butthurt. But more to come on that. But uh, some of the vendors that I saw out here that were impressive, Dave Karandish at Capacity, they have built, they've been on a, first of all, they built, he built, his team built Answers.com. And that is a little blast in the past. Came back out after his not compete 2017 and created two, a Jane AI, and then had a Series B and Series C round. And they uh, rebranded it to Capacity, which is an automated help desk task automation. Um, they bought uh, uh, Lumen Voice, they did a ref share deal and bought uh, Denim Social. So more to come on that. But capacity, the AI piece, very incredible platform to help with AI and get a lot of stuff done. So uh, keep an eye on that. They've got texting, voice, all kinds of things. Um, 
I also saw uh, Halcyon's out here, direct IRS API integration. I mean, just like, what else do you want to say? Like, you know, everyone wants to talk about ways to make like the the most frictionless experience where you have to have direct API integrations of data. Employer, bank statement, IRS. If you're getting information straight from the IRS, like first of all, that's fast, it's large driven, it's accurate. Uh, all of our investors in Fannie Mae want to see it, gonna get hit by the car. And you're getting information directly from the source. If we all want to compress time and make sure that our uh, loans are as fast as possible, as accurate as possible, as frictionless as possible, you've got to have direct data API integrations. So Halcyon direct the IRS, pretty amazing. Social coach, social coaches out here. The majority of originators and realtors do all of their social selling on Instagram storyboards and Facebook storyboards. So if you want to know where people are selling, look on the storyboards. So what's a very inexpensive professional way of working on the storyboard and getting your content boosted, posted, professional videos, schedule your posts, have chat GPT, frictionless way of posting. That was another one I saw that was pretty awesome. Matic insurance. You want to order insurance? You want to get up 12 quotes in like a second, literally like a minute. Insurance is a big deal right now. I was on a podcast, The Rundown with Rob Chrisman, uh, Melissa Langdale, who is uh, the new president of the Mortgage Collaborative. Uh, her and Rob Chrisman had me on their podcast on Friday. And one of the questions Rob asked me was about insurance. Well, I live in California and I moved there from Florida. And both areas, very hard to get insurance right now because insurance companies don't want more risk in their foot. State Farm, Progressive, everybody's pulling out. So what do you do? You've got to use Matic Insurance to get multiple, multiple quotes. These are the kinds of tech things, that, like, you know, Ship Pirate or Shippo or all these, like, how do you save money on shipping costs? There's all these vendors, all the stuff. That's all I'm gonna give you, but GMC is a great place to be. You get a lot of information, how to save money, um, working with a lot of peers, Anyway, enough of that. Love the guys. Love TMC. Love the whole group. Um, so, what's going on with the Fed? They speak next week. CPI comes out tomorrow. Okay, consumer price index. Big inflation reading. Now, you got headline number. You got X food and X energy. Not that people don't pay for food or energy. I think it's kind of weird when you talk about poor inflation. which is higher, by the way. But I got a couple points on that. I'm going to get away from the noise here. So, so for inflation is excellence, food and energy. Now, this is a very interesting point. Everyone keeps saying that the CPI is gonna be high tomorrow, and it might be, okay? Because we know gas prices have been rising, okay? When gas prices go up and those input prices get into the index, you would think inflation would come higher and then stock market react. Now, there may be something very interesting that I've noticed over my brief time on this planet and watching all this stuff certainly the last 20 years people react to higher prices if gas prices are higher they drive less if gas prices are higher they don't take air flights so demand gets a chance to react to higher prices and sometimes it's immediate information is very immediate in this world right now so if you see that things are more expensive foods are more expensive I'm gonna shop for groceries at Walmart. I don't need to go to Whole Foods. I don't need to do Instacart. 
So people react to higher prices. So demand can absolutely come down, which consumer spending is what causes a recession. 70% of our economy is consumer spending. So just because gas prices are going up doesn't mean the CPI is going to go up immediately. Now it might, but there is time for consumers to react and they will. And I see it happen over and over. So if the month over month reading is another month over month reading of 0.2%, 0.2 times 12 months is 2.4%. 2.4%. Why are we at 550 on the Fed funds rate? Why would they raise another quarter and another quarter? So they may pause this meeting next week, which is, start, is still kind of the consensus. Um, of course, tomorrow's data could change that. Uh, what the other global uh, central banks do could change that. You know, remember, we're, the Fed is the biggest treasury fixed income security salesperson in the world, and we need to fund our government. So it could be a pause. Speaking of funding government, we got like three weeks to pass a budget or another continuing resolution. If there's a government shutdown, we will be impacted slightly in this business. There's the uh, the, the National uh, Flood Insurance Fund, okay. Uh, that could be impacted, but FHA does uh, take private flood insurance now. So it's not as big as an impact, but the government can shut down again. Remember like in 07, 08, when our companies, our lenders were struggling to get by, struggling to make payroll. So like you wouldn't pay a vendor for like a month to save money for a month or your payroll, like whatever, I mean, like people did that. Like our government's doing that. That's how broke we are. Anyway, so um, speaking of the government, Julia Gordon spoke today. She's the FHA commissioner. And she said that she got rid of the mortgage credit reject, the MCR. You know how many millions of dollars we've paid for stupid MCR issues? Well, now if you have a mortgage credit reject as a HUD underwriter, as a HUD lender, you don't have to write it in the system for all to see. And then HUD's like, whoa, why'd you approve this? It's all gone now, okay? Every lender's credit decision stands on their own. Every balance sheet, every decision, every action that you're responsible for now stands on, and the MCR is no longer a thing. That's a good thing. GDP versus GDI, gross domestic income is lower than gross domestic product. Look it up, GDI versus GDP. Great stat to look at. Have a great week. I'll get back to you soon. Cheers. Live on LinkedIn, man. Hey, it's KP coming to you live from Orlando with Tony Thompson. What's Let's up? Go. What's up? How we doing, everybody? We're here for Namba Connect at the JW Marriott in Bionic Creek, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Shout out to PRMG and everybody who's here in Orlando, Florida. We're getting ready to have the ultimate experience doing a conference like no one else does. Kevin, it's eleven thirty at night, but we've got the coffee and I'm ready to go, man. He's going. He's got a keynote speech tomorrow at 8.30 in the morning right here at East Coast time. I'm going to go upstairs and shut down the Illume bar. I got a tequila on the rocks there ready go. for me. There we go. But I, I, I rarely, uh, you and Barry Habib, that's it. The only guests I've ever had on this. Oh, wow. Oh, so, it's on. Because I, I, I love you that much. Uh, I, I just want to tell you that uh, what your mission is to serve communities, like this is what the American dream is all about. And I love the momentum that we're gathering. And the attendee list is big this year. No matter how high rates are, we're all putting in work in our communities. And we're traveling out here to invest in ourselves. Slow time of the year. Absolutely. And we're going to make things better going forward. Next year is going to kick This is off. about our industry. And together, we can impact a lot of communities. That's what this is all about, man. So we'll see you soon. Let's hey, do man. this. Thank hey, you so much. Absolutely, man. Shout out. See you See in the you. morning. All right, so now I'm getting all my stuff. Hey, man. Good to meet you.
Cheers. All right, we have some CPI and PPI data that came out this week. Uh, the consumer price index, it was a little hotter, right? So 0.3 month over month, which technically it was 0.287 or 0.278. I don't know. I'm kind of dyslexic on it. Uh, but it was um, so not actually 0.3. And last month it was 0.2, was like 0.1. Here we go. We up. There we go. Was it wasn't 0.2, it was like 0.178 again. So like if you add them both together, it's like 0.4 in two months, right? So times six, what's that? Mass little fuzz right now, 2.4. So um, that's pretty low inflation. So when the number first came out and then the European Central Bank spoke right after uh, the PPI print that came out today, the producer price index, um, you saw that the dollar is strong, that the CPI and the PPI uh, numbers that came out, the 10-year treasury actually came down a little bit. So kind of a mixed bag type deal. Um, inflation is still trending down even if it went up a little bit. Now, what I thought was interesting is, um, it's a little noisy here, so I'm gonna walk outside real quick. Um, so, there we go. So, what was interesting is that gas was the big headline number increaser, right? So, 0.6% up on the headline consumer price index number. And that's because gas prices rose in the month of August something like 5.6%, which influenced about 10% of the CPI. Now, what else influences the CPI? And this is a very cool stat. I heard this from Tom Lee, Fundstrat. It's one of those clips I listened to on CNBC. 57% of the CPI number is both shelter and cars. So think about that. 57% is all things housing, rent, owners of clever rent, home prices, used car prices, new car prices. This back here, oh man, if I could zoom in, I can't zoom in. That's the Epcot Center. It's it's like, it's right there. It's it's really cool. I just can't zoom that far, unfortunately. So uh, we're here at the JW Merritt Bonnet Creek. This is where NAMA Connect is at. You can still make it. Friday's a full day, Saturday's a full day. Hopefully you can make it. Okay, so 57% of all the CPI is both cars and shelter. That's a big, big number, okay? Um, what else are we talking about? I brought up gross domestic income at the end of my 10-minute rambling video on Monday night from Nashville. And gross domestic income is going down, even though the GDP is going up. So why is that? If gross domestic product is 70% consumer spending, our economy, why are they diverging? And what happens when that happens. So we are exporting food and energy as a country. So when food and energy prices go up, as evidenced by uh, global inflation numbers and our inflation number that we just saw, and then we export oil, gas, and food across the world, well, the country's gross domestic product goes up. That's why the Atlanta Fed has as high as a 5% estimate on gross domestic product in this uh, quarter, I guess it would be uh, the Q3 uh, reading. Now, 
unless you're a food or oil and gas exporter, which I don't know anybody that is. Um, maybe I do. I'd have to look through LinkedIn. But unless you're in one of those businesses, you're a consumer of the United States and you're paying more for those higher priced food, gas and oil exports here at home. So it actually hurts you. And if your income is going down and inflation is still elevated, coming down, but still elevated, that's not good for uh, local GDP. So um, real GDP, as I like to call it. So we'll watch those numbers as they come out. Um, I thought it was very interesting to watch um, GDI versus GDP. So make sure you you look that stat up. Um, We have a humongous Fed meeting next week. Um, If I were to take a bet and try and tell you what I think is going to happen, I think they're going to pause. I think they're going to pause and do no rate hike uh, increase. And then everyone that's a worry award will then look into the November 1st meeting and go, are they going to raise a quarter there? But what's interesting about this meeting next week, the Fed meeting next week, is that they will put their estimates of where they think the terminal rate is. So this is like the dot plot, right? So this is when the Fed voting members say, we think we'll, even though we pause today and we're at 525 to 550, we think we'll stay at 550 or we think we'll go to 575. Some may say we're going to go to six. So we're going to see where they think we're going to end up on this meeting next week. So if they pause the dot plot and then, of course, the Q&A session by Jerome Powell, the most important part. And let me just make one more reminder, okay? The Federal Reserve is the biggest salesman of fixed income securities of the world. Um, They are selling something like $13 billion in mortgage-backed securities, which is like one week's worth of securities. But by selling those into the market, they're creating more supply at a time when there's a lot less buyers, especially at the, you know, whatever prices they paid. Um, And so that's not good for mortgage-backed securities. It's part of the reason why we have mortgage compression. So our 10-year treasury yield, we didn't make a new high. We're about the same spot we were last year in November. But here it is in September. We're closer to the end of the Fed rate hike cycle which means we're closer to them pausing and then closer to them cutting and closer to a refinance bill. So why would someone today who's buying a loan, even at the exact same 10-year treasury yield level, want to pay more for a loan than they paid a year ago that's more likely to pay off sooner when it refinances next year? That's why rates suck. But it's a good sign. And every Fed rate hike, And every time we get closer to the end of the cycle, we get closer to something breaking, which means we get closer to a soft landing, soft, mild recession, refinance boom, Fed cutting. Now, don't forget, the ECB says they did a hawkish raise. The Fed is selling treasuries against European euros, against the uh, UK gilts, and against the Japanese yen. We are competing for dollars investing in treasuries and uh, currencies around the world. So we're not gonna say we're done next week at the Fed meeting. We're still gonna let the world know as the big treasury salesperson of the world to fund our overspending government, $1 trillion of treasuries to sell in three months. We're still gonna let the world know that we are absolutely willing to put our economy in a recession by raising rates either at this meeting and or the next meeting. So that's the Fed's job. So hopefully all that makes sense. Having fun here. We're in Orlando. I've been on the road since Sunday. Can't wait to get home. 
see some soccer games this weekend. Uh, have a fantastic, wonderful, amazing weekend. God bless you. Cheers. You've been listening to KP Talks Dollars and Cents, a top-rated show for those who want to learn about the economy and mortgage environment. Tune in each week for more episodes, and please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Kevin Perenio does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through KP Talks Dollars and Cents. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice. For more info, follow KP Talks Dollars and Cents on all of our social channels.